Grace and peace to you, and welcome to Faith Lutheran Church. My name is Candace Wassell. I'm the pastor here at Faith. It is such a joy to have you visit with us. You are welcome, so welcome in every part of Faith's community. You are welcome to join us in person at worship on Sundays. You're welcome to visit us online. You're welcome in our mission, in our fellowship, and most important, you are welcome at the Lord's table. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. And Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but it is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For, for truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of these, breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same, will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of God. This is the gospel of the Lord. The congregation may be seated. As you're sitting down, you might grab out of your bulletin this little insert, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. So today's sermon is going to be a little unique. It's especially going to be unique if you are a guest or a visitor here. If We're going to be introducing a, a theme for discipleship for the whole year of 2023. A year of invitation is what we're going to be talking about this year at Faith. Now, this is the first of four sermons that we'll have over the course of the whole year. So don't worry, it's not going to be this unique thing every Sunday after Sunday. Come back next week and it'll be your regularly scheduled sermon. <laughs> but you'll see that each one of these sermons comes with a challenge. And you'll see on the bottom of that little handout, this challenge for this quarter. The challenge is to invite someone to share their faith story with you, right? And you have a month to fulfill that challenge, and I'm hoping at least five of you tell me about it. And if five of you don't, then I'm going to have to go out and assign five people to do that. Don't want to assign anybody. So anyway, so today what I'm going to do is just talk about the overall theme of this, or of this year of invitation. I'm going to talk about invitation and what it means to invite someone else and why it matters to invite someone else to share their faith with you. And I'm going to do that by taking this metaphor about salt and stretching it almost to the point of breaking. And if I break it, well, we can blame our Lord Jesus because he's the one who started it, all right? He's the one speaking almost entirely about metaphors today. 
You are the salt of the earth. You are a city on the hill. You are a light not hidden under a bushel. It's all metaphor all the time with Jesus, so I am just picking up where he left off. Now, the problem with staying in metaphor too long is that you can lose sight of the actual point that you're trying to make. So I'm going to just start with the point today. And the point is this. Invitation is like salt, so be salty. All right? And I'm going to come back to this all throughout the sermon so that we don't lose sight. Now, there are three qualities of salt that we're going to talk about today. One, salt is essential. Two, salt preserves. And three, salt creates depth. It's essential, it preserves, it creates depth. When we invite, when we carry out invitation as Jesus commanded us, we find that it's essential, it preserves, and it creates depth. So let's get to it. Salt is essential. That's what we're talking about first. We have to have it. We will not survive without it. If our bodies get too low on salt and sodium, the sodium in salt rather, bad things happen. Essentially, our cells swell up and drown in all the water in our bodies. And so you can have seizures and paralysis and all kinds of things. We have to have salt and there is no substitute for it. It's like air. You got to have air. You got to have salt. It's essential. Invitation is like salt. Invitation is essential. When Jesus calls disciples and said, let's go and make other disciples, he's calling on us to invite others. And when he does that, he is making us an essential part of this equation. We are necessary in the sharing of this faith. Now let's be clear. Inviting people to church cannot be about growing faith Lutheran church. I am a competitive person. All my best friends are pastors. I'd love nothing more than to crush those pastors under the weight of this giant church. But that's about my ego. My heart knows better. My heart knows that when we are inviting people into not only this church, but into the life of faith, we are simply inviting them to get on the path, to meet Jesus and to walk with him because we got an understanding that there is something worth having here. It's not about us and the growth they can bring. That's why we're not going to be talking this next year just about inviting people to church. That's not what this year of invitation is going to be about. There's a little of that. But that's why we're starting just with hearing someone else's faith story. It's about being in relationship with someone to the point where you can hear their story and understand where they're at and then understand where maybe Jesus is taking them. So my point again to this metaphor, invitation is like salt. Salt is essential. So be salty. Second, Salt preserves. It's helpful. Salt is helpful. 
If you pack meat with salt, the salt draws out the moisture and the bacteria and it preserves it. Essentially, salt pulls out the bad stuff and holds in trust food until we're ready to consume it. When we invite others into this faith, we are holding their lives in trust. Jesus tells us to baptize. And what do we do in baptism? We make promises. We promise to preserve and help a brother or sister in this walk of faith. And that is what we are doing anytime we invite someone into the faith we share. We are promising to be helpful and to preserve what they offer. So years ago, I was a pastor to a really beautiful couple, and I'll call them Glenn and Esther. They've been married over 60 years when Esther was the first to pass away. And you know, after 60 years with her, Glenn was a little lost without her. And you could see him struggling with grief in the weeks that followed. And then one Sunday after worship, he says, can you, can you come by this week and chat? And so I said, of course, of course. And so a couple of days later, I show up at his house to chat, and I thought he would just get right to the point of what he wanted to talk about, what was on his mind. That was not the case. He spent a good five, ten minutes talking about why he was scared to say what he had to say to me. He was worried I might think differently of him. He was worried I might tell his adult children what was going on in his head and worry about him. And this fretting went on for a while until finally I said, Glenn, I promise whatever it is, we will work through it together. And with that, it all came gushing out. When we invite people to share their story, when we invite them into this faith, we are promising to hold their lives in trust and what they have to say in trust. We are inviting them to a way of life that will help them make sense of their pain, that will honor where they have been, that will help them find purpose and hope. So the point, invitation is like salt, salt preserves, so be salty. Finally, salt creates depth. And more than that, salt creates mutual depth. It's not just about the salt. It's not just about the food. By itself, we all know that salt is bitter and not something you want to really eat by the spoonful. My little boy, Julian, he'll help me bake sometimes. He'll get up on the counter. And really what I mean by help is that he'll lick his finger and stick it in the sugar bucket and eat it. And so the other day, uh, I had like a little cup of salt on the counter, and he was thinking it was sugar. <laughs> I don't think I'll get much help after that. We know it's not good, right? You don't want to eat salt by the spoonful. It's too bitter. And likewise, you don't want to eat food that doesn't have salt in it. It is bland, and it doesn't taste good. For all of you on diets, I'm not telling you you get to have salt all you want. It's when the two come together in balance, both the salt and the food, 
that it becomes something more. Something with depth and flavor that is altogether new and good. Jesus does not want us to do this work alone. That's why he called disciples. And Jesus doesn't want us to go through life doing this work alone either. That's why he called 12 disciples, so that we have pals. Jesus knows that when we invite others into this faith, when we invite their lives, their stories, their futures into this place, that we will also become something more and something good. Those of you who have been invited recently to faith, those of you who are new here, we need you as much as we hope that you end up needing this place. Your story is something we need to hear, and together our faith will deepen and grow. So here's the point. Invitation is like salt. Salt creates depth, so be salty. Now, what does that look like? Well, I want to share with you what it was that Glenn poured out and what he was anxious to tell me. But first, I want to tell you about one of my pressure points, an area of my faith that hurts if it gets pushed on too hard. Heaven. Heaven is a big pressure point for me. I trust, I absolutely, I absolutely trust. Hear me when I say I absolutely trust an eternal life that is promised to us. I have no doubt about that. But I struggle with the logistics. I struggle with knowing what that looks like. And I get in my head about it. The how, the why, the where, especially the who. And the murkiness of the biblical witness is not clear to me. It's not clear how, why, where, and who. And when I am hurting and grieving, when my faith is at its lowest, those doubts can get to me. And I struggle. So that's what I brought to the table when I sat down with Glenn, who had lost his wife, Esther, after 60 years together. And anyway, he's got this open invitation from me now that I will hold and trust whatever it is he has to say, I promise. So tell me what is on your mind. And finally, he says to me, Pastor, I heard from Esther. I was washing the dishes, something that we did together, and I just heard her say, as clear as can be, Glenn, I'm here. I know it was her, and I know that she's okay. And I know I'm going to see her again. And brothers and sisters, looking into his eyes, I have never more thoroughly believed someone than I believed him in that moment. And as much as he needed to say it, God bless him, I needed to hear it. 
And I have returned to that story so many times over the years when I am struggling to trust and understand myself and hang on to the faith I have. So here's the point that I hope you hear in all of this metaphor mess. The invitation that you hold in your hand, that Jesus is calling on you to extend, it is essential, it preserves a brother or a sister, and God will use it to deepen your faith. Invite someone's story into your life. Whoever it is, I promise that they are holding something you need just as much as they need to hear what you're holding. Thanks be to God for this year ahead of us. Go and be salty. Amen. The most valuable message we have to share at Faith is the promise we have in Jesus. We come together every Sunday to share this good news in the reading of scripture and sharing of Holy Communion. It is these two acts of worship that we learn of the forgiveness, peace, and joy that Jesus has won for us on the cross. These gifts also belong to you, and we hope you will feel welcome to receive them. After we've shared worship together, we trust that we are ready to be sent out into the world to serve our neighbor, and you're welcome to join us in that great work as well. There are so many opportunities at faith to be the hands and feet of Jesus in the world. It's what we feel called to do. It's what we're passionate about. Above all, I want to encourage you in your faith. No matter where you're at in your journey with Christ, you are welcome to visit faith as often as you are able. But whatever you do, keep searching. There is a church family set aside just for you. And I trust the Holy Spirit will place you right where you need to be. Mm -hmm.